Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We were joined by Pete Waterman, music legend, railway enthusiast, on a bad line. Yeah, that's model railway, that yeah, is. That's, yeah, that's oh Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Well, he likes all. Um, who else do we speak to? Uh, remind me. What else did we do? Ali Ross. Ali Ross. Oh, yeah, Ali was good, talking Scotland. We enjoyed that. And there was something else we liked as well. Clips of the month, but I'm sure there was something before that we liked as well. Are you sure? Well, look, whatever ends up in it, we'll remember it after. That's broadly what's in it. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Afternoon, Paul. And you mentioned uh, Lima, the Andorran player, and yeah. we both made the same observation. A classic 41-year-old hamstring pull. I did feel from anybody who still tries to turn out at any level at an advanced age would have known that feeling. To it's see body over mind, that's what it is. It is that little sprint. He comes on after about 30-odd minutes. He's off after 60, a little half an hour, and the old hammy goes. You did feel for him. So maybe you want to tell us. There is, I don't know if he's going to say, that's it for me. Doing doing the hamstring against England after half an what hour. What a great loss to the world game you'll be. <laughs> well, it's a great story. It is yeah. a great story. It is, but, you know, they, they weren't much Andorra with it. They're like a thuggish pub team for me, but we'll speak to oh, Yeah, we'll get about. away with a few uh, challenges. Yeah, yeah. But we will talk, I mean, we'll talk about England's performance and what we can ever learn from games like this. But uh, we'll also be around some of the other big games in Europe this weekend with... Andy Brasso a little, beta, little bit later on. We both watched a bit of the Super League Grand Final. I watched, it, I watched it all. Oh, you watched all of it. Yeah, I watched yeah, the second yeah. half. And no. uh, yeah. <clears throat> it was a great match and really oh. tremendous. But I noticed that in Super League, players get rated for intensity. For yeah. example, Adam Quinlan, 106.7, the most intense in Super League. I was thinking, I hope they don't get to rate Kai Havertz. Yeah. <laughs> Not overly intense. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's certain players like, yeah, Ndombele. How There's do they the... rate that, though? How do you, how do you judge? Whether Maybe a... someone from the world of rugby league can fill us in on that. Because my wife was watching the game mm. with me, oh, bless her, and she said, how do you judge intensity? It was yeah. the same question, that, question. Uh, that she asked. But... Um, what a game. I mean, I was, I was texting. I knew you were out and you were catching up with it afterwards. So myself mm. and Martin Kellner were having a bit of a to and fro. We're both saying, 
I'm, I'm knackered just watching it. It got to the end of the game and I felt spent. I mean, it was such a tough game, attritional game. Mm. And it was brilliant. It was brilliant to the last. It uh, it, it was an excellent match. So I, I came with the England game back 20 minutes late and, and spalled through to catch up. I didn't miss a great deal, I think, at that point. Miss, but but then I, I didn't miss any goals. I watched certainly. the uh, Spain-France game last night. It was quite mm. an enjoyable game. And um, it was <laughs> two things that fascinated me. At one point, Anthony Taylor handed... Uh, Craig Pawson a shin pad and Martin couldn't see what it was but it was a shin pad mm. and then Craig Is it like a sign thing? Then Craig Pawson I noted it down in his little book you know, ah. what? What's that about? <laughs> Who's ever going to deal with it? Oh yes uh, at the 57th minute a shin pad was handed to me so somebody's got well, to if, type if, that up and deal with well, it Well if somebody, come and, somebody comes and asks for it then <laughs> go and see Craig he wrote it down <laughs> Ridiculous Whose shin pad was it? Do we know? No and oh, okay. uh, France brought on the taxi driver's favourite player, Vertu. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great name, isn't it? It is very good, yeah, yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, what else have we got? Um, oh, yeah, I was reading about the uh, relationship between the MMA fighter, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Oh, well, okay. well, you were bold to take that on. I thought so I well would, done. Yeah. And uh, there was a controversy when he was he was been chatting to Fergie, wasn't he? And he sort of revealed what Fergie had said about the, the fact that Ronaldo should have started. Oh, and Sir Alex week, Ferguson. Yeah. I wonder if you went one from the Black Eyed Peas. I had no idea. <laughs> That's right. Mm. Uh, Sir Alex Ferguson, yeah, absolutely. And uh, But apparently, according to the, the report, he speaks to Cristiano every day. Does he? Really? What are they talking? I couldn't speak to anybody every day. What does he speak about? <laughs> oh, phew. tough training today. Oh, yes, it was. What about you? Well, I've retired now, so not much. But it is oh, quite speak hard. To you tomorrow. It's quite hard to speak to somebody every day, isn't it? I mean, I it, and just sort of bring something new to it, especially when they come from such different worlds. I can't believe it. That. Does seem um, yeah yeah okay. Well, look. A um, couple of things. Um, those Lima-like moments. So tell us, when was the moment you knew mm. was the time to stop playing sport? Um, what was that? Maybe it will be for him as he pulled up with that hamstring. Um, Talksport.com, text 81089 to Um Also, what you could have mm. claimed for, because uh, the good people at Aviva are, are marking an anniversary, and they decided to go, Andy, through their archive and look at some of the things they've paid out on. Uh, over the years, so 325 years they've been paying out insurance. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, they included a surgeon who suffered a poisoned hand when unpacking a box of drugs. That was in 1884. Um, a, a guy who um, injured his finger, which he when it was snagged in a woman's corset as he attempted to prevent her drowning. Really? Yeah. <laughs> a vicar a got 120 quid in compensation. She should have a life belt, would have been better. 1875, 120 quid. That was probably a Paul's win then, mm. wasn't it? Paul's existed. Oh, Royal Engineers versus Wanderers. Another one all draw. I'll put that on my coupon. Uh, but yeah, a vicar was awarded £120 compensation in 1875 after falling and injuring himself while playing leapfrog, which doesn't sound Sure, it's his own fault. Well, they paid out, apparently. Well, they shouldn't have done. A London hotel keeper given £25 and 10 shillings after being hit in the eye with a cork while opening a bottle of champagne. Well, fair enough. And I'll give you one more. Um, fast forward to the 20th century, says the Telegraph. 1934, an elephant poked its trunk through the window of a Morris miner, which sounds like an, sounds like an appalling <laughs> euphemism, doesn't it? Like an elephant poking its trunk through the window of a Morris miner. And, uh, yeah, as a circus passed by and stole the driver's lunch. 
yeah. Well, and uh, they, good they paid the out on the damaged vehicle. Well, good. So, Not so, the lunch, though. They, they, refused to <laughs> they didn't the give them a new loaf lunch. of bread. Yeah. So, look, if you've got, if there's anything you, you look back on, you listen to those crackpot claims that people mm. got paid out on. If there's anything out you think, you know what, I should have claimed for that. <laughs> well, maybe you did, but uh, if you had any crackpot claims or should have done, tell us about the incident. TalkSport, there can be sporting or otherwise. TalkSport.com, text 1889, tweet to TSH&J. We both enjoyed the fight. Who didn't? It was a wonderful yeah, fight. absolutely amazing. David Price will be joining us later. Um, retired last week, the big David, and uh, we'll be getting his thoughts on the, on the fight, what his plans are post-boxing. People Appar- are calling for Tyson Fury to be knighted. Um, I think that'll be it's happening. It's been a bit early it, doors, it, it, yeah, it, maybe. I don't ever. know. You know he, has, he has achieved oh, great no. things. Yes, but they, they, you know what it's like with that knighthood thing. There are certain well, people look, in sports that don't get knighted. To be honest, um, he, you know, he didn't want to be the sports personality of the year. He asked to be taken off the list, so I doubt if he's massively no. keen to be knighted. I thought so, Wilder was poor and refusing to shake his yeah. hand. If he'd won, I bet he'd shaken his hand. Yeah, I, I think. Was you know, I wonder in the cold light of day he will change his mind about that and then realise it was a terrible thing to do. But um, yeah, we are going to have a chat to David Price about the fight and top work on here on Talk Sport. I um, I kind of listened back to mm. uh, to our coverage. Oh yeah, I've uh, heard, uh, and it I was very it, yeah. very good work by our team. Really well done. Um, so you can't buy uh, the. Um, the Arab Sheikh costume for love nor money in Newcastle. <laughs> yes. Every fancy dress shop is sold out. That's incredible, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So if anybody's got an eye for a main chance... You can chance, make your own, though. It's not a difficult outfit no. to make. That, is but, it, I mean, really? I think it's some of the people wanting the full shop-bought experience. So um, if, if you've got an eye for a main chance, you want to get yourself up to St James's Park for the Spurs game at the weekend with a little job lot of um, probably London now, bought. Now we're talking about it a bit. It'll come up on my Instagram later. Yeah. So I was discussing squid the uh, the new uh, Netflix sensation, the Squid Game, yes, Squid Game, and yeah. uh, I watched it. It was good. So I recommend you like it. it right? yeah. Excellent, yeah. But um, the, the villains kind of wear this sort of odd outfit, and yeah. honestly, it just came up on my phone. Do I want to hire one of these? I only watched the program once. It's insidious, isn't it? It is insidious. Yeah. It's weird. Okay, we'll look out for your Arab Sheikh's outfit, and then give it to one of your Geordie <laughs> mates because they can't buy them anywhere. Um, Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet. T-S-H-N-J-T-S-H-A-N-D-J. You can sell them out the back of a van. Not that we're encouraging you to do that, of course, but it's just a thought. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sports. Still to come this afternoon, we'll talk boxing with David Price. And don't forget, four o'clock this afternoon, Adrian Durham and Darren Goff will bring you Drive. But um, joining us now, man who, uh, a music legend with a great love mm. of uh, a huge railway enthusiast, likes his football as well, Pete Waterman joins us. Good afternoon, Pete. Good afternoon, how are you? Yeah, we're good. good. We're good. You have a, a new TV series, don't you? Well, it's, a, it's not mine, but I'm on it. It starts this evening on uh, yesterday at 9.30. It's about model trains uh, as opposed to the real trains. Mm. And uh, it's about Hornby, the, the famous it, company. It so many of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I've been collecting all my life. I had my first train set in 1953, would you believe? Wow. Uh, yeah, and I've still, I've still got it. What, what's the what, what is the appeal? It's interesting, isn't it? Because we saw Rod Stewart's incredible, well, best one of the best hobbies that setups. Are, really. Yeah, what, what what drove you to? What sort of got you into it at an early age? Well, obviously, I don't know. I just I was born next to a railway line, so I guess you either love them or hate them with that thing. I've loved them all my life, and this year we had an exhibition at Chester Cathedral, which went on for seven weeks, which was fantastic. I mean, an enormous amount of people and raised a lot of money for the cathedral. So um, that's how I ended up on this programme, because I came to see it, because it's one of Britain's longest um, model railways. So one of your trains going yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> so you're yeah. at the yeah. level crossing. I'm actually on a train. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, he loves trains. He's even got on a train to talk to us about trains. That's how much he loves trains. And, and in a sort of digital age, Pete, um, it seems that when I've, I've saw pictures of that thing up at Chester Cathedral, and the kids absolutely love it. So they oh, love a bit amazing. of analog, don't they? They do. They do seem to be attracted to it still. Oh, listen, uh, I mean, even I was amazed at the response. It, it, it was staggering. I mean, we all of us just sat there and thought, blimey, that was what we were like when we were about five and six and seven, mm. you know. And it's it's incredible. With everything that's going around, it's still flopped into the cathedral to see a model railway. It's incredible. Is it an expensive hobby to sort of start? I mean, can you... It's do- not cheap, to be fair. Mm. It's not cheap. I mean, a good engine these days is in the region of... You know, 125 pounds. So it's not cheap. Uh, so unfortunately, you know, me saving up my pocket money, 30 bob in 1956, <laughs> it wouldn't go very far these days. Yes. Do you need a lot of space as well for, for you know for a no, good No, you don't need. You need. You need about eight, eight to ten feet for a, a fair size. Uh, you can't build one. Oh, I think we're struggling now with the lines. They have to about 10 to 12 feet. Okay. Do you ever get any of the acts involved? Did, did Kylie have her own train set? Rick Astley? Or... <laughs> no. Well, she had a hit with locomotion. Oh, she did. I suppose that's, <laughs> Very that's, good. that's pretty Perfect. good. I do, but have you seen, have you seen Rod's set up, uh, Pete? Have you, have you seen it? 
only in magazines. Mm. And I, I did, I did, I tried to talk to him a couple of times. Um, Roger Dalt is also into uh, trains in a big way. He, wow. He's been to my house to play with mine. And Jules Holland is another uh, big fan. So there's a, there's a lot of us that, that like playing trains. I just love the idea of all this rock royalty getting together. The Roger Daltrey <laughs> and Rod and uh, being just with the train sets. This is a fantastic. So, so is your layout permanently, the tracks permanently there? I mean, how often do yeah, you go yeah, to it? And, yeah, it is, and... yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's permanently there. So, you know, you can't take it up and move it around. But yeah. there are kids that do, you know, people that do that. But I just want to go in and play my train set, you know, in, the, in, in my bedroom. Yeah. And how realistic is it? I mean, you ever have like just take a Sunday off for engineering works and stuff? Frustra- you get mine, us frustrated. Mine, mine, <laughs> no, mine is re- my layout is realistic. It's based on Lemons and Spa. It's scale. Right. Sorry, we are struggling yeah, a little struggling bit with the line picture. Do, do, yeah, do, yeah. do you get to Warsaw anymore? Do you get? A, do you keep an eye on their results? Yes, I do. Yep. We had a good result the weekend. You did, and it was courtesy of Connor Wilkinson, who has grown yeah. apparently grown a mullet, and but he's getting a lot of stick from the boys for it, but won't get rid of it, and, and you know until his scoring run ends. No, keep him going. Keep him going. <laughs> keep that mullet. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I think the last time we met, you you were a Coventry fan. It's a long yeah, time. No, yeah, long we did. Time. We produced 20, a pilot with Frank Skinner about a million ago. years ago, uh, Pete, and uh, you kindly stepped in for the pilot. As a Coventry fan, and uh, you I th- now, guys, yeah, you, I'm, I'm losing you. Now, oh, you're yeah. losing, you're losing <laughs> us. Okay, well, well, well yeah, uh, Pete, we'll let you go. Then you're losing us. We're losing you. All the best with the series. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, well, there we are. It was, that's what happens when you're trying to have an interview on a train. I suppose it kept it real, didn't it? We were talking about <laughs> maybe if you just had an interview on a model train, that maybe that would have been uh, better. One of those. You know, that Romney mm. Ivan Dimchurch jobs where you can just sort of yeah. sit on it. Do you like a little train, Andy? I do. I can see you on a little train. It's not so much on I can, it. But just I mean, you're small like... enough, I can see you on a little <laughs> Hornby train. There used to be a little miniature railway that went round yeah. the local, where Max used to play football at the Polytechnic oh, yeah. grounds. So we could have watched Max playing way. football on a model railway. Yeah, oh, it was fantastic. It been, the kids like, loved it. What a view you get steam, of him playing. Miniature steam engine it was. What about that? When you bring it back, bring it back. You got the cap? Bring it back. Cap. Yeah, I need a bit more qualification so than having a cap. Pete Walkman on a bad line. What more do you want? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Good afternoon, Paul Hawksby. Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. Coming up in the final hour of the show, David Price, recently retired heavyweight boxer, will be joining us uh, to talk about what's next for him and to give us uh, his take on the big fight at the weekend that we brought you here on Talk Sport. Tyson Fury beating Deontay Wilder in uh, an incredible fight, mm. a fight that many of us felt we didn't wish to see. I think we're all glad we did now. <laughs> really. He's funny, isn't it? Uh, he is box office. Um, and Ali Ross will be joining us as well, son, TV critic, um, Tartan Army foot soldier. I know he's booked his trip to Moldova. He's ready to go. He showed me some quite salubrious <laughs> pictures of the hotel. Uh, I thought that was the town hall where he picked up the hotel tickets, but apparently it's the hotel. I hope they win a, if they do get to the World Cup. I hope they actually win a game. It'll yeah, be good. yeah. It's uh, anyway. Oh, Gilmore though, I mean, he played really well oh, the other he's day a good again. Player, you yeah. know. Can't get a start for Norwich at the moment. <laughs> what good does that do? You'd have been, um, I was disappointed in that alone. I thought it was a poor choice. Well, I mean, it, worked for, it worked for Oliver Skip. So. Yeah, but you know that was in you know that was where Norwich were all right when they play in the 
championship, but when they yeah. play in the Premier League, it's just not right. Yeah, no, it was good, yeah, very good performance good by Scotland. So we we'll chat to Ali a little bit later on. Is uh, say even John McGinn flagging up that they can't let the Faroe Islands be a banana skin? They can't be. They you know they can't beat Brazil then lose to Krakatoa, as has been uh, the style over the years. But anyway, hmm. more on that a little bit later on. In the meantime, Andy, is there anything else you want to talk oh, about? Oh uh, yes, um, it was. You talking about the big fight there, and the the Sun had a, a ringside seat. They said at the uh, bash after fight bash. Yeah, it said where uh, Tyson parted with his wife Paris, thirty-one; brother Tommy, twenty-two; boxer Joseph Parker, twenty-nine; and thirty of his entourage. What Joseph Parker? <laughs> He's got an entourage of thirty people, has yeah. he? Don't, he? I don't think that's what they meant. Don't think they of meant course, that, but no. that's how it read. And um, oh, I don't think you saw yeah, this on. story. This was a, a piece in the papers last week. You know, everybody's uh, trying to do the right thing. They're trying to be green. Mm. And uh, you've probably seen before uh, that different football shirts have been made out of uh, a sort of recycled plastic. Yeah. You know, the trouble is um, they they take the plastic and turn it into a football shirt. But the uh, football shirt uh, isn't quite as green as. The yeah, does that so not biodegradable? No, no. So this is the, this is <laughs> the problem. So they're t- they're sort of taking something. Surely that... it will burn, wouldn't it? Oh, well, I suppose that would pollute. <laughs> <That's> not, <laughs> I don't think that quite works if it burns, Andy. No, I don't think yeah, they say the plastic is easier to recycle in, in, as, as opposed to the polyester that they're having to throw out. So <laughs> it's defeating the purpose. But that's mm. always going to happen when people are trying to do the right thing. And it's not quite coming off. As much as I like the darts, I don't think I'll be going for the. Game on! Gold-plated men's darts watch with a limited edition of 9,999. Yeah. It's not that limited, is it, really? <laughs> <laughs> I did see the darts watch in today's yeah, paper. But surely I just want it to be like a talking watch so you get um, Russ saying... It's half past five. <laughs> you know, he just basically he tells you, press the button. <laughs> that would work. Wouldn't it? Yeah. You can't get 180 in there particularly well, then, can I was, you? I was intrigued by these two letters to the star today about Emma Redacanu. Yeah. And uh, it's fascinating that these people... They've written her off already, have they? Well, no, this is, this is what they say. If I was Emma Redacanu, I'd be getting my old coach, Andrew Richardson, back on board, says Anne P. Emma Redacanu dumps her coach, who made her a star, and immediately starts to suck again. There's a lesson there, says I was... Have these people suddenly that you've never heard of her about two weeks ago? Now you're suddenly an expert on I've how got to be her honest, Andy, should go. That's the sort of stuff I expected you to come out with today. No. She's gone already. Give her a uh, chance. Well, look at that. It's the all new Andy Jacobs, far more patient <laughs> around women's tennis. Talking of the darts very quickly, um, mm. many of the darts players have got very, very good nicknames, aren't they? Which, you know, fantastic. Mm. Whereas uh, Johnny Clayton, who's in fine form at the moment, is nicknamed the Ferret. Not a great name, not name, is great, it really? Is it really? No. It's, yeah. Anyway, should we bring you some clips of the uh, oh, yeah, why not? clips yeah. of the month for Go September? Then. People can vote. We'll give you the details, but we'll play you the clips first. Here they are. Yes, six of the best from September. Uh, slightly later than planned, and um, you'll be able to vote at Twitter at TSHNJ, TSHANDJ. We'll have two semi finals um, of, of three of these clips each, and you can vote for your favourite. Then they'll go head to head in the final. We'll play you the winner just before uh, four o'clock. Uh, we'll kick off with our old mate Nigel Adderley, and we were shocked to hear Nigel say this during the City Arsenal commentary. For now, Manchester City are two goals up here. Chambers is claiming he was struck in the face by Martin Atkinson. 
Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> You've got to stand him down, Mike Riley, for that. You can't it's go into right, the right, really. the referee. It's disgusting. <laughs> Quiz time now. And this was Jason Cundy asking the question, questions rather, to Jamie O'Hara. If a boxer knocks someone out, it's called a... It's called a Knockout. Yeah, what's the, the abbreviation? It's called a... Knock. It's called a... No, no, the abbreviation... Punch. No, no, it's called a... It's called a what's, what's the abbreviation? abbreviation? What do you mean? Don't it's, called a, it's called a... Punch. <laughs> I think we'll KO that competition. <laughs> I think we should really. We'll yeah. KO that in the future, that one, definitely. <laughs> and uh, on a similar note, this was Laura Woods with another question for Jamie. Uh, we've been speaking about that iconic scorpion kick. How many legs do scorpions have? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> Come on. It's got to be more than a spider in it, so I'll say 12 or 13. We just like the idea of a 13-legged insect just sort of going round and round in circles. Um, stop really. setting him quizzes. I know. What are they doing that for? I mean, he's, a, um, he's a football expert, not an expert on scorpions. <laughs> this was Sam Matterface and Sam Ellard building the perfect sports star from body parts and Sam M adding some Federer-based detail we probably could have done without. We're going to go for stamina, fitness, endurance. Yeah, uh, you could go for a marathon runner. You could go for someone like Mo Farah. You could go for someone that Roger Federer can go all day with his right hand. Yeah, we didn't need, we didn't need to know that, did we really? really Just your no. superior knowledge of, of, of Roger Federer. Uh, back to Laura Woods, who was chatting about quality burgers with Ali McCoist on breakfast in a clip we're calling, Come on, Laura, you're doing this on purpose. You've got to treat the burger with respect. I mean, there's no use having a first bite of it and then it's all over the table and all over your hands and all that stuff. Oh, Alex, treat the burger with respect. Can I ask you, have you yeah. ever had five guys? Come on, Laura. <laughs> you're doing this it's on five purpose. five guys rather than have you ever had five guys. Well, you're doing it on purpose. <laughs> and finally. And finally, it's Alan Brazil chatting to Gabby Agbon Lahore and getting a little bit confused. I just don't see, like, Manchester United sacking um, Oli. You've seen Chelsea do it with Lampard. They weren't happy with the way it was going. City. Even though he's... City with Lampard. No, Chelsea sat Lampard, didn't Sorry, they? yeah, not Liverpool. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> not Liverpool, nor indeed uh, City. So there we are. Was it Nigel uh, struck by Martin Atkinson? Was it uh, the abbreviation of knockout with uh, Jamie and Jason? Was it how many legs on a scorpion? Poor old Jamie at the end of that one as well. Uh, the two Sams discussing Roger Federer, Laura doing it on purpose, or Big Alan getting a bit confused. Go along to at TSHNJ, T-S-H-A-N-D-J, and um, you can vote for your favourite. Uh, we'll bring you the result of the semi-finals in around 15, 20 minutes' time. The two going head-to-head in the final, you can vote again, and we'll play you the winning clip of the Clips of the Month just before 4 o'clock. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. <laughs> Well, uh, among, among the standout results at the weekend, as uh, Mr McCoy's voice attested to this morning, was uh, Scotland's victory over Israel. Dramatic game of football. I know, it's I should have it. Match. I can't believe I didn't see it. Quite amazing game. 3-2 uh, in the end of Scotland. Uh, McTominay's goal and a missed penalty in that from Lyndon Dykes. On the edge of his seat, no doubt, was Tartan Army foot soldier. He's already booked his fights to Moldova next month. It is uh, the Sun's fine TV columnist, uh, Ali Ross. Good afternoon, Ali. Hello, Paul. And Andy, what yeah. on earth were you doing instead of watching that, Andy? <laughs> I can't remember now. <laughs> <laughs> watching Squid, I think. Squid games. Or Squid, you more on that in a moment. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, where does it rank? I mean, it was a fantastic game, wasn't it? Yeah. I've, I've been lucky enough to watch football in many corners of the world, but Hamden, when it's full hmm. and Scotland are winning like that, yeah. there is nowhere like it. They will take the roof off that place. 
and it's it's quite rare. Like I can remember the France game in about eighty nine, the Spain game in something like eighty four, I think, when we won three one. And it's just that vibe. Mm. Something a, a bit special is happening here. Yeah. And of course, so beautiful to see the place full again after a couple of years because it's been a while. Yeah. And for once, we got the happy ending, which In, doesn't always happen. No, that's true. <laughs> we are a team that gives away late goals. Yeah. We, we don't tend to score them. You do tend to see a lot of Scotland players with their heads in their hands at the end of games, <laughs> but not this time. <laughs> Although I did like, I was saying to you just off air there, that John McGinn has said, as a Scotland fan as well as a Scotland player, I'm fully aware people will be expecting us. As we said, you know, beat Brazil, uh-huh. lose to Krakatoa has been <laughs> Scotland's pattern. And he's, it's good that the players are aware of that, that this, you know, it isn't really a potential banana skin. Now, you've been having a look at the Faroe Islands team. You're running a bit oh, yeah, scared. The, the first, as, as soon as that game finished, I'm, I'm, I'm zipping through Wikipedia thinking, oh, one of them plays for Brondby. <laughs> one, one of the men's are living in the Finnish second division. They're not that bad, clearly. <laughs> There's no easy games in international football, apparently. A, not for Scotland, that's for sure. I would rip your arm, both your arms off now, Andy, for 2 0 or 1 0 right at this moment. I'm slightly unnerved that John McGinn does think the, the same way as the fans. <laughs> I, th- I thought he was above us, but I had him on a pedestal till I heard yeah. that. I just think he's, you know, look, the thing is, when you look at the group, the Danes are still top. They are catchable technically. Technically. In all likelihood, you probably are playing for that second playoff spot. And the games that you've got left, you know, it looks like you're in control. Having, you know, it is in our hands. Yeah. Beat the Faroe Islands and Moldova, and we're in the playoff. And I think, uh, from what I'm saying, Austria play Israel the same day as the Moldova game. Mm. So that should be. As long as we can, they're still letting us in. Yeah, should be an an of an event over there. In I mean, if they were to carve each other up with us, how one all draw and mm. you get the win, then happy days. Then here we go. Yeah, yeah, mm. back in business after all these years. So Steve, you, Steve Clark's hmm. done a good job. For yeah, Scott, he has. He? Yeah, and there's been there was a bit of sniping, as there always is, but uh, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm glad they gave him the new contract now straight after the Euros mm. because a few people were questioning that, but. They're all turning up. They seem to enjoy it as well. And a few managers ago, we would not have come back from 2-1 down to draw 2 or let alone win 3-2. There just seems to be Mm. something about that that group. And there was that drama, the the missed penalty by Dykes. Then, Mm. is it a goal, isn't it a goal? Was it foot up, which they finally gave? Um, but there was a was, you know dramatic tense moments in the match as oh, well. It had everything. It was a <clears throat> nightmare to watch. Yeah. <laughs> and from that, as soon as it finished, because of my job, I had to flip over to Strictly, and suddenly <laughs> <laughs> Judy loves doing a Charleston, <clears throat> and I've got all that flying through my mind. <laughs> I, I saw not a thing for the next two and a half hours yeah. of Strictly. I had to watch it again this Sunday morning oh, you because <laughs> yeah, I, I took in nothing, not a detail. Yeah, it's uh, so if it's an erratic column on Friday, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please, understand? please bear with me. Yeah, it's yes. fair enough, really. You're, so you are off for your, to, to the mould of a game. Um, I am. I mean, how many? I mean, how many tickets are on sale for that one? Is it a big stadium? We, do we don't know. We've taken a leap of faith on that one. Just got the they flight to the, the hotel. They gave the Danes 500 tickets. Right. Moldova, our pants man. They are a shocking sight. <laughs> way worse than that's the fighting talk on Moldova talk sport. <laughs> 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 there'll be, be 
be hitting that up on the audio board. They will be. Show me a warm welcome at the Manhattan Hotel. Oh yes, in downtown Manhattan. I'm sure you're always assured of a Matt a warm welcome at the Manhattan Hotel. My name has great currency. That well, did until about a minute ago. Show on Moldovan Talksport. They think it's Moldova. Of course they do. Yes, indeed. So yeah, so only 500 tickets. You expect to claim one of those? There's four of us going. Oh yeah. Well, it's more than four of you going, the Tartan <laughs> Army. Just, just in our little group, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon there'll be about a thousand up for that one. Right. Fighting over a thousand, uh, 500 tickets, you'd say. Or they'll get yeah. in the stadium somehow. Yeah, you never don't get in. That's the no. thing. If you want it enough, it will happen. And is that, you've, you've, been on the, you've been on the road with Scotland a few, have you been there before? Have I've never been to Moldova. There? No, we have played them before. Hmm. Um, but for... That was during the Bertie Volks era. That was his last game in charge, I think. Oh, wow. It was all collapsing. Uh, but I didn't go. Right. Uh, I can't remember why. But I've not been to a game since Russia away. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's been a long time for you guys, isn't it? Yeah. Because of the pandemic and I stuff. I completely you enjoyed team. the England game during the European Championship. Scotland <clears> played brilliantly <throat> that day. Yeah. Yeah, they raised the game for that one, didn't they? Mm. That was Gilmore. Gilmore, yes, the again. only game he played in, in the group stage. And they are a different team with that boy. He's a good player, isn't Chelsea he? Chelsea must be good to be able to farm him out to Norwich. I don't yeah. get it. I, I thought it was such a mistake to do that. And then sign Sal Niguez, who's in the played at all. He played about 45 minutes and never played again yeah. for Chelsea. He think. won the penalty well, didn't he? Took a bit of a clattering to and get He's brave. A good Tiny, but absolutely yeah. brave. So everybody's mm. talking about this show I haven't seen. Even Andy's uh, watching it. Um, That'll be the death of it. Squid, <laughs> squid game. Squid game. Well, what, so what have you made of it, Ali? Can it's, you understand the hype? It's not my sort of thing. I understand mm. why people mm. are watching it, because if it's that or Angela Black on ITV, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for a bit of Korean escapism, frankly. Mm. Um, and it, it's one of those rare shows where you can watch it and not feel like you're getting poked in the chest yeah. Or slap round the head with a copy of the Guardian. That's true. Mm. Although they actually, I, I came to it via the Guardian, which wrote an article. Really? On there's no squids in it. Can we put? There's no, no it's, take it's, squid it's, free. It's, no squids were harmed in the making of oh, the show. Oh, that's good. Well, that's good. It's um, as David Badil rightly said. It's like Taskmaster if Alex Horn was Satan. I thought that was a really good description. <laughs> that's it's a wee bit like the adventure game meets the Apprentice. <laughs> yeah. You can, although you can describe it pretty much every, any way you want. I made the mistake of watching it with the dubbed version. Right. Which took me straight back to the water margin <laughs> from my childhood. Yes. I'm, I'm, I think I've been told to watch it in the Korean with subtitles. But wait till they do the British celebrity version. Uh, celebrity squid game. That's That'd the be trouble. Fantastic. British TV will make a really bad remake. Yeah. <laughs> with Saran Jones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ali, lovely to see you. Lovely to see you. Congratulations on well. that victory. Good luck tomorrow night. Thank uh, you so yeah, much. Well, I hope I'm not back in here on, on Wednesday. Wednesday. What happened? I haven't explained myself. That fourth Pharaoh's goal, Ali. What went wrong? <laughs> Thank you. And the column's back you. on Friday. That is indeed. Yeah. With a slightly sketchy uh, report on Strictly, obviously, because his mind wasn't on it. Give no, him a break. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Just time to bring you the winner of the clips of uh, the month for September. Thanks to everybody who voted. The winner with 60% was Laura Woods chatting to um, Ali McCoist about quality burgers. <laughs> You've got to treat the burger with respect. I mean, there's no use having a first bite of it and then it's all over the table and all over your hands and all that stuff. Oh, Ali, treat the burger with respect. Can I ask you, have you yeah. ever had five guys? Oh, you're doing it on purpose, Laura. <laughs> Goodness sake. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Andy, you're back on Wednesday. I am, yeah. Charlie Baker will be with me tomorrow. I do hope you can listen. Paul Chowdhury, Daniel Sloss, 
uh, Cy King from the Hairy Bikers. Uh, hope you can join us live. If not, podcast available around 4.30. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.